I'm Sonny Liston, I'm Jack Dempsey, there's no one like me, I'm from their cloth. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous, my defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious, I want your heart, I want to eat his children. I was gonna rip his heart out, I'm the best ever. Now we are back a few days, a few days too late, or uh, a few days too early, who knows? Yeah, we're back. Um, I guess we we talked about we'll we'll start with the uh, Shakur Stevenson. This is a big fight week, actually. You know, and uh, we'll get to the second part of the the podcast a little later. Where we talk about Canelo and uh, and Bavall, but um, I guess we want to open. I mean, we can't ignore Stevenson and Oscar Valdez had a big unification fight this past weekend. Um, just what are your ge- your general thoughts on what you saw from from Stevenson's um, dominant <clears throat> performance? Um, I saw. I mean, a dominant performance, pretty much like um, kind of like a a pound for pound type performance. Honestly, just from how flawless it seemed, I don't think he made really any mistakes, and even some of the straight shots that. Valdez was landing. They didn't really touch Stevenson too much because he's had he had the distance gauged up pretty good for the entire fight. So, I mean, he pretty much anything that Valdez wanted to do, he had an answer for. I mean, any type of inside work or anything like that was quickly like just negated because Stevenson would tie him up or muscle him around. So, I mean, he had a sizable. Um, well, he had a notable size advantage. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I can't, you can't, I can't be mad at him or judge him harshly because he was way bigger than the guy. I mean, he was way bigger than the guy and he dominated him. I mean, he made the weight. So, yeah, he just, he pretty much outclassed Valdez, too. It was, um, I noticed this. Uh, oh God, I forgot his name already. The guy he he beat before this, uh, Herring, right? Uh, Herring. Yeah. Yes. I I've kind of picked up on this a little bit. I've, I've seen it for a while from Stevenson, and I I know this is <clears> a lofty <throat> praise to throw at a kid his age, but he's got a lot of Mayweather in his game, man. Like a lot. Like his swagger, um, young Mayweather. Just the way he keeps the distance, just. The way he, I don't know, just just the way he controls the fight and the way he is kind of unflappable. Does, does that make sense? Look, like it, it, it never looks like he's. Not, I mean, he's always super confident when he's yeah, fighting. He looks he, really confident, he, sure of himself. He never looks like he's not sure that he's going to win the fight. You know, and it's just. It's really impressive. And then the other thing he has, um, he's always, um, well, this is, this is, and I brought this up when we were talking, this is a little bit different than, um, um, a young Floyd. Floyd would, would try to finish, finish guys and finish the fight and turn it up a little bit. Stevenson, he, he just, it feels like he's always just one, he's just holding back just a little bit, like every time, just a little bit, holding back. Well, he's just more, he's always defensive-minded. Yeah. So he doesn't want to take too many punches, which is a good thing. 
but you even, can't really fault them for that. But like Saturday, right? Like so, I mean, there was nothing Valdez was going to do that was going to hurt him in theory. And then there are large swaths of that swaths of that fight where he could have, where he was just in complete control. And if he wanted to, he could have put up that extra gear and maybe got the stoppage or get the the ref or the corner to throw throw in a towel. But he just he just didn't. He just was. And it wasn't that it wasn't even a cruise control type of victory. It was just more like a just a I'm just gonna win this shit twelve rounds straight. I'm not worried about anything else type of victory. Um, I would like to see him just turn it up a little because I feel like he has another gear, you know, and he's just not, and it's there and it's not well, even yeah. like, like he doesn't know he has it yet. Like he knows he just he will not tap into it. Well, he um. He shows you what he could do. I mean, well, Herring wasn't offering a lot of resistance, so he was really able to tee off on him more. But I think he just showed – he just respected Valdez's power, I guess. I guess. To a certain extent, to where he wouldn't want to give him an inch. He didn't want to trade off. You know, he's figuring, I'm getting off with what I'm doing. And you know what he was doing, too? He was checking Valdez downstairs to the body. Yeah, big time. And those are hurting. And then, you know, it's bothering the guy when he keeps looking to the ref like, hey, that was low. Yeah. On some punches where they weren't even low. <laughs> so, um, just, he took him out of the fight, I mean, just almost completely. I mean, Valdez had maybe a couple of moments, but, I mean, I think he maybe won a round or two. I don't know what the scores were. I know – it was a unanimous decision. It was a unanimous decision. Um, yeah, UD twelve. Um, so what's next for him then? I mean, I don't. Think well, I, obviously, he's he's done what he needs to do at one hundred and thirty pounds. Yeah, I was just so. gonna tell you. I, and I he's already big. Him. He's already pretty fucking big. So yeah, one thirty five is next. So that's what's next. Then Cambosis, whatever. Namachenko, I mean, go, go over Davis. to top. Go over to toprank.com and then That's true. go and I, see. I forgot. He's what, a top rank fighter. Damn it. Go see what 135 you know what? pound you fighters they what? have. You and that's who will be fighting next. You, you just go. you just do the biggest wet blanket It'll on the probably be on this career. Fighting in Madison Square Garden or something like that. Maybe in like August or something. Right. And there you have it. But yeah, so you're saying I should project him out the way Top Rank did uh, uh, Crawford. I mean, yeah, yeah. Ideally, ideally he would fight the winner. Well, I don't know. I mean, I guess he could get go up and just get a title shot automatically. Yeah, he. I mean, he's fucking. Under- I would. I would hope so. <laughs> Shit. Right. So. Yeah. He could fight one of those guys, but maybe he... Maybe he fights Comey. Something. Yeah. He's methodical, too. And they've moved him around pretty good. So as much as you would like to complain about top rank, I mean, they've kind of developed him at a really good pace. I mean, he's been on TV, like, his whole career. Pretty much, yeah. You know, which is rare. Not rare, but that's the benefits of some of the newer... Um, aged boxers is we're able to see. Well, some of the Olympians, it seems like they've just made it a lot easier to watch them to follow them. 
Right, which is good, you know, because you can kind of track the guy all the way from the beginning to the end. Yeah, definitely. So I think he has an advantage there. I think he just has to keep winning. And, um, yeah, we don't know. Um, He checks all the boxes, you know. Only thing is that, you know, what happens if once he gets hurt or whatever, you know, or if he could take the big shot. But if he's neutralizing his guys. That big shot may never come. Right. <laughs> yeah. For some guys, sometimes it just never comes. Um. Okay. I, I mean, yeah. I mean, th- that's the only thing I can critique him on. I brought it up. But, yeah, yeah I mean. And then, too, this fight wasn't like, because his fight before was, was tough to watch. It was just like, what's going on? No, this, this was wasn't a boring more, fight or nothing. He was. No, this was. It was pretty good. Fight. Yeah, I agree. Definitely. So. Maybe it was just he did, you know. Actually, too, to his credit, because after that fight against, uh, I forgot what the guy's name was, but he apologized like almost immediately after he got off of Twitter. Before the it was before the Herring fight. Oh, the and, fight! Uh, yeah. He said, yeah, yeah. He'd be like, oh, you know, I promise I'll be much better or whatever. Yeah. And you know, he stopped Herring, and then in this fight, he just, you know, undressed Valdez. And Valdez has been in there with a few guys, so. No, Valdez, yeah. I mean, to do what he He did, is a smaller guy. Yeah. He's a smaller guy, for sure. But it was more than just size that beat Valdez. Because there was no, like you were, you were talking about, like, what was the game plan for Valdez? I know you were trying to. Well, I, I, well, get, mad, I, I, I get mad when the. My 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 issue always is when okay a guy says you know I'm bringing my 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 game my normal game you bring your normal game and I just feel like I'm gonna it's gonna be too much for you right so that happens but then we reach a certain point and it's very early you can always see it where it's like okay this guy is bigger than me better than me etc cetera, etc cetera. this is not gonna work and there's n- there's never a pivot and it's just like Valdez just kept kind of doing the same thing you know and it's like he was having a little bit of success with the straights but it's like he never really tried anything else and it's just like and i'm not talking about going out on your shield but i mean when when it's early on in a fight i don't like when because you can see it in the third or fourth round by then it's like it's not going well and that's the time to pivot because by then your guy hasn't taken that much damage right he still has you know more left in the tank than he will in the 10th or 11th round when you're screaming at him that you need a knockout and i just didn't see any adjustments and then also too i mean just thinking valdez's style without you know any anything any really flavor it was gonna just mash up against stevenson he's gonna just win out the day i mean like what what were they was right now so watching i mean like stevenson's a fucking great boxer like that you're never just going to run it up the pipe against him it's like it's not going to happen that'll bring something else so that that was a little disappointing yeah i agree um yeah so stevenson i mean he moves on he'll fight at 135 yeah it's exciting to have him here um yeah if he if if top rank can uh, it's not gonna happen, but if I mean, cause there are the there's some good names in 135 that'll be mixed. Right, I will say like out of the young fighters, 
Um, I would say his style is the most refined, you oh, know? Without a doubt. Yeah, because, yeah, you know, Ryan Garcia is kind of like, you know, you don't know. Tank, I mean, you know Tank is a power puncher, but you can trouble Tank and, you know, if you make it a boxing match. Um, and then Haney, it seems like pretty good, but I don't know, man. Uh, when I you saw him get hurt against Linares, it was kind of kind of scares you a yeah, little bit. Yeah, yeah. And then Tiafimo, I mean, he's just all over the place. He is. It seems like. And then I, it's hard for me to get a read on him because he did lose, you know, to um to Cambosis, right? But I mean, he had like a very serious like medical issue going on in that fight to where I got to question the people who run his camp for, right. for, for letting well, let me, go on. I mean, he could have died well, let's in the talk ring. About, let's talk about one thing, though, because obviously you're getting Haney versus um, Cambosis because Lomachenko wasn't able to give it a go. Yeah. Um, what about if you had a Stevenson and Lomachenko fight? Oh, my God. That, that would be... I don't know. I kind of... It would either be an incredibly boring fight, <laughs> or it would be, right. or it would be like the one of the best, you know, high speed chess matches we've seen. Definitely with Lomachenko's age and the mileage. I mean, I would, I, and just size wise. I mean, I still feel like Stevenson would would have the size advantage there. I, w- I would. I know it's blasphemous, but I would still t- lean a little towards Stevenson. I, but I think it would be a fun fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's a logical fight, too, that could happen just because Loma had to pull out of his fight. and But I'm not sure how um, soon I mean, Lomachenko could. if you could... just want to make the, the most exciting, the big money fight at 135, it would be um, it'd be Stevenson versus Gervonta Davis, right? I mean, those are the – that's a showy yeah. fight, right? I mean, regardless of the belts or whatever, it's just – that's the most flashy fight you can make in 135. I would think that would be my, that would get my vote. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, yeah, it would be interesting in class of styles, explosive offense versus you know, just boxing. Very, yeah, versus just a fucking. Uh, can we call, can we call Stevenson a master boxer? Yes, I think we can, right? Yeah, you know. Um, before it was like who is he fighting but he stepped it up his last couple of fights and he's like just as good or even better yeah so he's on his way I mean I mean we gotta give him a few more fights okay all right. Juan Manuel Marquez school of boxing of master class boxing yes yeah so well you see we gotta watch out because when you're a master boxer you can end up at the end of your long career with five losses right. on your record, but all, all five of them robberies. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Who else was getting that title for a while? I remember Barrera. He got that title. Oh, definitely. Definitely. For being a master boxer. Master box. Oh, well, uh, I mean, but you know, a box out <laughs> podcast favorite, my man, Eris Landy, Laura. Oh, yes. Definitely. Cuba School of Boxing. You know what? I mean, and uh, this this will transition us nicely to um, 
the guy that everybody thinks is yeah. the, the master of all boxing, the, the, the best boxer in the world. This is a, you know, this, this, this is how people feel about him, which is Canelo is fighting next week. So let's, let's get into that. Um, all right. If you're listening at home, we don't have sound effects, but now would be the time where you would hear like a swoosh sound effects or some, a transition noise. Um, wow. So I've, Bivol hasn't fought. I, w- I won't say he hasn't fought much, but I feel like he hasn't fought much. So I kind of forgot that I have watched more of his fights than I than I than I had. Um, yeah, he has a lot of like HBO fights that you yeah, forgot about yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like I've seen more of him than I have. Um, you just had a break from him. He's yeah, been out of the spotlight. Yeah. So then his I was, career kind of died when HBO did. You know. So yeah, no, no, but um. <laughs> So I'm watching, you know, the 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 last few weeks, just getting reacquainted with the with the Bavar, as we always do with guys who fight Canelo. After just, boxer, we're, you know what? <laughs> we'll we'll get there, David. <laughs> um, and I, I and I text you this, and I've been struggling with this the last few days. But why why did Canelo? Why is he? Why is this fight happening? At light, at light heavyweight. What is the point of this fight? Um, I think it's because Canelo, because Canelo is on his uh, pound for pound. See, once you become the pound for pound guy, right? Certain guys, you kind of like. He's just carrying that torch, you know. Like Manny was the pound for pound. He's jumping these weight classes. He's moving in and out of weight classes. And, um, yeah, he's just carrying that torch. So I think he's just just proven, like, oh, I can fight at this weight class, I can fight at that weight class. Um, I'm, I can still look sensational at each stop. Right. Um, so that's kind of like, you know, that's kind of what he's been doing. You know, he's been picking and choosing his fights. But this doesn't feel like a and, fight you would pick and choose. This <laughs> You know what? In 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 that regards, too, I, I will say though, I don't think I think Canelo's at a point where he's like, you know, fight anybody. You know, I'm not afraid to fight anybody. Right. Um, I'm at a stage or a point in my career where um, I'm in the graduate school. He's a master boxer, right? <laughs> he's a master boxer. So I don't think he's necessarily afraid or of fighting anyone, and. When you couple, like, the experience he actually has and the improvements he has made, because, you know, he's gotten a lot better from when we first seen him around right, coming right. on the scene. Yeah, definitely. When you got that, and then you couple that with his just fucking ridiculous, over-the-top self-confidence and just smugness. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, no, just, that's, that's... When yeah. you couple his act what he's 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 bought into his own hype essentially he yeah he has bought his own hype so um i just think he thinks he can fight whoever and it'll get the most attention and when he gets in the ring he'll he'll eventually find a way to get a guy out of there um so to me i don't think he was even considering or cared about opponents i think he just his decision for this i think he just 
he felt comfortable with doing business with his own because he's done it before. Right. So I think he just got comfortable with that and just did that. Um, he, he did fight plant, which was more on the, the PVC side. Right. But whatever he assessed from that experience and, you know, being with the zone before on that other deal, I mean, I think he just said, you know, I'd rather just do business with the zone. But I mean, and I'll just take whatever package this includes because he's getting paid a lot of money. It is, but I mean, this is, I know he wants a belt at light heavyweight, which is what this is really about, right? Um, but he has a belt at light heavyweight, though, right? Do, no, he doesn't because Joe Smith has one and Berta Biev has the other two, and then Bivar has WBA. Yeah, he doesn't have a light heavyweight belt. If he does, it's right, but he, one of those Mickey Mouse belts. Right. When he beat Kovalev, though, what belt did he get? He, I don't know. That's a good question. Wasn't Kovalev a catchweight, though? No. It wasn't? Oh, so. All right, I'll, I'll look. I know it was a short notice for Kovalev, so. I just feel like yeah. it's it's. Just watching Bivar and just I just feel like I don't understand why. Like why he took the fight. Oh yeah, so he won the WBO from Kovalev. Mm-hmm. Um. Was Kovalev won from? Yardy, right? No, that's the one he yeah. won from uh, Alvarez. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, so this is well, Kovalev was he got him right at the right time, man. Yeah. Right at the and Kovalev is now fighting like a MMA guy. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, Bivar has the height advantage, the size advantage, he has a reach advantage, right? And then we're not even talking about just the fact that this guy is not. A fucking bum. This guy is a fuck. You talk. This guy is a fucking great boxer, with heavy mm-hmm. ass hands, who can fight and who has been in there with actual other real light heavyweights. Yeah, who I was watching, and right. who who can fucking trade and who will, like he's been in there with the real guys at one seventy five. Not some bullshit. So this is like, I, I'm really confused. So. <laughs> Why could uh, that's why I'm thinking like well, does he know something I think about the law that we don't know? I think it's confusing to you because now you're taking that and then you're looking at the odds and seeing why is Baval a plus three ninety five and Canelo a minus six hundred. It's yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> you know what? You're right. Yeah. Cause it and then last week even last week, I mean it didn't make sense, you know? Cause like I was like Stevenson, he's only got like 17 fights, and Valdez has fought a lot of guys. But I think they, they, I mean, they obviously baked in the size advantage and the style matchups right, right. into it. But with this one, it is a little bit trickier because, like you said, like I rewatched Bivol. I mean, he fought Joe Smith, big ass dude, you know, like <laughs> and, a, and can crack. Yeah, and he took some shots from him. Not a lot, but he took some, and he's he's fought in bigger guys. Like he fought Pascal, which you know past his best. But who did he fought? I think he fought Sullivan Barrera. Yeah, uh, Chalemba, who's uh, I mean, like kind of a journeyman, but still can can fucking crack. Um, he's a real 175 pound fighter. Exactly right. Is, I don't yeah. understand. 
I don't understand the calculus. That's why I'm saying, like, is there something? Is did Bivol suffer an injury? You know that yeah. we that we don't know about or something like. Is he just right? You know, because it's just, it's really weird to why I'd... Canelo would take this fight, and then you look at the odds, right? So, Canelo is like an overwhelming favorite, but then the odds for the fight to go the distance are like a minus two fifty or something like times something like that. I I looked earlier today, so it's like. So they think. I mean, if you just go, are you the sure? Odds, like, yeah, will the fight? I think. Uh, will the fight go to dif- distance? Yes, is a minus two fifty five. So it's like, Canelo's gonna get in the ring with this guy, who's bigger than him, has the reach advantage, and I, this is this this will be a surprise to many on the night. But Bivol's got like really good feet, like right. He's not a stiff and. Like you know, I know everybody loves Canelo, but he's slow as fuck. Um, so the, he's gonna get and outbox this guy for twelve rounds, like a like a legitimate one hundred and seventy five pound fighter, and not have to take. For, first of all, he was getting tired against Plant, so combine that with he's gonna be taking punches from like a legit guy at one seventy five. Um, I'm just really confused. Like, there's something wrong with Bavall. He's he has a right. shot. <laughs> he has to be. I wonder. I mean, the only thing, one of the things I could could say is that you know Canelo has the big fight experience, which right. is probably what's baked into this line. Right. That has to be one of the things. I mean, if we're just brainstorming, Canelo's been on this stage. It's in May. It's it's going to be you know on. Um, Where's this fight? In Vegas? This fight is in Vegas. Yeah. So Cinco de Mayo weekend. It's in Vegas. Um, I know that Baval is a boxer. Yeah. Necessarily a finisher. Right. And most of his fights go the distance. So that's baked into the line. Right? Right. So then you got a fight where it looks like the guy... Crack, but he doesn't have game changing power. But maybe against the smaller Canelo, it is, and uh, as opposed to him fighting guys that probably weigh in at like cruiserweight once they fight, right? You know, the original cruiserweight, like 190. Uh So you have a guy, nope, there's not as much power, not on the stage, and then you know, Canelo's got the crowd, got the judges, and Canelo has gotten tired but he's proven he could he could take a shot you know yeah Yeah. so i think you're kind of leaning seeing that you know the odds are like okay this fight's probably gonna go 12 rounds if he's on his canelo's got the fight right Right? i mean but i could see baval like i could see a making him look bad yeah we're like this this is like this doesn't work you know because a lot of Canelo's opponents, like, the what he's been doing is that no matter how they they look, like, he knows he has that power and the size, so he knows he can play the long game. So he can kind of look bad early on or whatever, but eventually, you know, he knows he's, he's hunting. He's hunting them. He knows he's going to... I don't think... 
this fight he's got to start racking up rounds yeah this is a fight where he he can't he has to yeah exactly he has to win rounds like he has to from the jump be like not giving away any rounds like he has to box this isn't a fight where he can just you know kind of wait a guy out which is kind of what he did with plant like plant was out boxing him but like canelo knew that like okay i just have to kind of wait him out and catch him like i if he can do that with Bavar, i mean that's what i'm saying like i don't know what's what am i not seeing with Bavar. he's not shot as far as i can tell and this is just it seems like a bad idea it seems like a really it seems like a dangerous idea for canelo to take this fight um but like i was telling you like good he's supposed to take these challenges no, i mean no. he's getting <laughs> all the hype and praise and money yeah wow. yeah fight fight a challenging fight yeah yeah no you're right you're By all right. means you're so, right so um what might be a thing I know you said Canelo's slow but he's got the hand speed of a lighter weight division so Bavaz used to fighting guys that are more not as fast as Canelo not as sharp they're more thudding punchers you know yeah so and you know we all know Pacquiao's gotten guys like that too where it wasn't the power it was the speed or the angles of the hands but um yeah, so I don't know. It's tricky because Bavar is a boxer and he moves, but Bavar doesn't dance. You know no. what I mean? No. He doesn't He's... dance. He just takes, he just uses what he needs. He just yeah. uses his legs as a means for his defense and for his distance and to set up his offense. So he's not got because Plant moved around a lot more than what you're going to see Bavar do, probably. Yeah, Bavar's not going to waste a lot of energy. Right. So what I'm thinking is, because I'm trying to think of the strategy for Canelo. Like he's not going to be the one backing up. He's going to be the one coming yeah. so forward in this fight. Canelo must think he can so, knock him out. I think. <laughs> right. I think um, he's not going to bang with just, this guy for twelve rounds. Like he must think that the plan must be he's going to he thinks he's going to knock him out because Bavar's not going to be running around a fucking ring. Right. Um, yeah, I think. I think Canelo's plan is probably he's just going to have to eat some shit for a while, for a few rounds, until he can get on the inside enough. Because you know, Bavar's not an inside fighter. No. No, definitely. At a distance and gets his shots off. So I know Canelo, if Canelo can get inside and kind of maul him, then that's where he can do the damage with, like, body shots and uppercuts. But the other thing, though, that Bavar has that, you know, I mean – gave Canelo problems um against against uh Triple G Bavar has just that that fucking brutal straight you know that that fucking brutal straight that he's just sticking you with the whole the jab yeah and it's just that that's a legit like that's just part of his arsenal and that that has shown to give like Canelo some problems i mean um yeah, I don't know. This fight is really weird. Right. I'm just wondering why this fight is happening now or then not. Like, the Triple G fight should have been first, and this fight should have been second, in my opinion. Because I think the Triple G right. fight is probably an easier fight. It's a more fun yeah. fight, but for Canelo, it's an easier fight to win. Well, it's easier, too, because Triple G's older, but it's more familiar. So yeah. Canelo's already been in the ring with them for 24 rounds. Right. So he knows what to, what to do, and... 
whatever he got in the ring with is going to be a lesser version of that the third time around. Exactly. Yeah. Just due to like age. Um, yeah, it's, it's, um, I don't know. It's a head scratcher. <laughs> I'm guessing. Yeah. I think it's only a head scratcher. I think the odds don't make sense. It's right? making this a head. Yeah. But sometimes in boxing, the odds are mismanaged. They're miss, you know, they fuck up. They can make some mistakes. Um, and then too, like the general public, the betting market for boxing. I mean, I don't know how sharp or smart they are. No one has heard of Bivol, but um, like the general boxing. Right, they have no idea who he right. is. Right, and I think you know a lot of people forgot about him. Yeah, because <laughs> including his own promoters. If, uh, right, if, uh, if HBO went out of business, he was kind of like one of the last guys that they were pushing out yeah he was gonna be then one of their stars coming up yeah right because they had cycled through triple g and kovalev and this was it he, they featured him a lot yeah you know they made a big deal out of him and i think he's just kind of been in the shadows and just quietly boxing and winning still so he might surprise a lot of people this weekend i think he will but Boxing is very like, you know, you know, you can't bet on how many rounds are going to he's going to win on a scorecard even if he loses the fight. Um I I I just looking at the best bets just And then too he's has really good conditioning. Yeah, that's so. the other aspect that's the other thing that I remember like when and I'm rewatching I'm like cuz that's so this is <laughs> this is my like this is my cycle of emotions for, you know, preparing to talk about this for 20 minutes, you know, that no one's going to listen to. I was like, well, I remember watching Bavall fight a few times, right? Mm-hmm. And then I started watching some of the highlights and I started watching a little bit of his fight against Chalemba and I watched a little bit against uh, Joe Smith Jr. And then I was like, no, I, I watched him more than a few times. So they started coming back to me. And then I'm like, well, this guy's like a real fucking fighter. I'm like, well, this guy's actually really good. And I'm like, well, this guy's... Yeah, it's not a gimmick or yeah, anything like, like well, that. This He's guy a very is... good boxer legitimately a 175 pound fighter like why and it's just like why i don't understand the point of fighting him like canelo could have picked anybody else for the cinco de mayo because that's what this is this is a cinco de mayo fight so you're just you're gonna have the huge mexican crowd you're expecting a big knockout performance or whatever but this just seems really dumb and dangerous a trap fight yeah it is it just but this doesn't seem like a trap fight where you would just kind of you know, you fucking turn up and you're kind of losing because the guy's shoe shining you. This seems like a fight where you could take a lot of fucking damage from a legitimate light heavyweight. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I guess if I were the betting, I would st- kind of stay away. But I'd probably the three things I would lean on just because they're all plus money is um, the fight won't go the distance because just to err on the side of. Canelo and his team know something about before that the, the public doesn't know like like I told you like he has a wooden leg or something or recently <laughs> recently had a heart attack or something like that um and then I know this one is crazy maybe they know something about you know if he if once he if he gets hurt like he can't yeah he can't manage it or something you never know we haven't really seen him really hurt or have to respond to anything but then that's the second one which is I would also lean to Canelo by KO like plus 225 and then just to be really crazy um 
And this one I wouldn't put too much on it, but third tier, Baval by decision at plus 700. Just on the strength of um, he's really fucking good. So, <laughs> yeah. And we haven't, yeah. we haven't seen Canelo really have like not a meltdown or bad performance. Like he's been frustrated, but we haven't seen him have one of those times like against Lara or Mayweather where like he was just kind of really flustered and couldn't do shit. And he hasn't, mm-hmm. he's just been riding this high for so long. And it's like eventually. Right. It's going to come down. It comes down eventually. Yeah. Like, it's boxing. Like eventually, you know, you're going to, ha- you're going to, it's going to come down. So this might be it. That's why a plus 700, you know, I, it's, it's worth a, it's worth a couple of pennies, but yeah, I'm, I don't know. Something in me is just telling Canelo's going to knock him out just because I think, I feel like they know something that we, we don't know. It just feels very suspect that they would pick this fight as the one before the triple G fight. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I don't think, uh, I don't, I don't know. I don't think they were really strategic about picking this opponent. I just think no, they're very was, confident in what they're doing right now. Charlo, right? Uh, maybe. This was a, yeah, it was, yeah, there was a lot of options for this. And it's kind of like he settled on one, the most like boring option for the public because nobody knows who Baval is, but then like kind of like one of the most, da- the dangerous, most dangerous options. So it's, it's a little strange. I, I don't know. Yeah, you know, one thing too, though, I will say is he is a bigger guy, but he's not going to fight at a tremendous pace. No. He's not. It's going to be like a chess match. So I think they will like that. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean. They like that pace, too. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. You know, because if he were to fight Charlo, I mean, he, yeah, he could, he'd probably he'd be favored, and yeah. I think he would beat Charlo. Yeah, but he'd beat him, but the pace would be Charlo, the, the pace would be a lot more. Charlo's a lot more explosive. He'd probably be tougher to deal with for the first few rounds. But I think this fight. Is at least a positive for Canelo is that you know he's fighting a guy that's gonna that's trying to box, yeah, as opposed to just come out the gate and make it a war. Well, I think then you kind of stumbled on like the 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 fail safe for his team, right? Like at worst, he could kind of lean on this being a boring decision win because you know he's not gonna lose the scorecards, you know, you would think. Um, and then, a draw is plus sixteen hundred. Yeah, I can't see. I can't see anybody's. This is a guy who got completely embarrassed and fleeced by Mayweather, and got a judge to score the fight for him. So I can't see Canelo getting, you know, the wrong side of any kind of scorecards in Vegas. I just can't. Um, but who knows? I mean, yeah. I mean, maybe. <laughs> who knows? Um. Yeah. So, so it happens, man. What's your final yeah. prediction? What's it, let's let's wrap this up. Oh boy. Uh, well, let's remove emotion from this, which is what you should always do when um, you're entering this the 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 wagering realm. Is what you what what's your logical? What's your brain tell you? You this is gonna happen. My brain tells me that this will be a tough fight. 
Canelo might probably might be frustrated. I don't think he'll look his best, but I think he could probably like score a knockdown or something like that, maybe. And I think he it goes decision. I think he just wins the decision. Okay. All right. Yeah, I would be surprised if uh, he just knocks Bavall out or something. I would be surprised. My okay, I, I guess I, I will surprise you then. I think Canelo's gonna knock him out um, because I think they know something, right? That's how I feel. And then my second prediction is, um, this is a guaranteed lock that Triple G will be in the building. They will do a cut to him. He will have his a uh, big. Uh, Big boy smile on, and give a number uh-huh. one to, and give a number one to the camera. <laughs> All right, with a fist pump. What? Okay, not the uh, Kyrie Irving number one. No, <laughs> or the, the Draymond or Green. The Draymond Green number one. Yeah. No. Or uh, it's like number one. Yeah. Today, Luke. Like Sugar Ray Leonard number one. Yeah, the Sugar Ray Leonard number one. Luke almost killed somebody today, uh, but yeah, um, just a regular number one. You know. <laughs> All right, uh, let's see. There's some good fights coming up. In what boxing. we got? Let me tell you. Don't, don't. Damn it. Well, this we did have the heavyweight king. He also recently talked. We're not talking about that. I mean, <laughs> he already said he's not going to fight anymore. I don't think he's that nice of a person to do that to the world. <laughs> uh, May 14th, Charlo's fighting uh, Castano. Oh, that's fucking great. I can't and, wait to see that. And it's in the it's it's in the battlegrounds, man. It's at the home. Well, I don't know what the fuck it's called now. The Dignity Health Center or whatever. It's in the shoebox where you know the lion's den. Um, That's a step home. Yeah. Holy shit! Yeah, wow. it is. Okay. Yeah, I got an email about it uh, this week. Oh. Um, it's it's yeah. However, Charlo thought the first fight was. Has Charlo fought his stuff up? I think he has, right? Maybe once. I don't think so, man. Yeah, however he thought the first the pace of that first fight was, which was fucking insane, like you can amplify that by maybe five or ten because that's the in the shoe box, man, it, it goes crazy, man. You talk about the dog panel. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh so that's gonna be fun. Um we'll probably well we gotta come back to talk about whatever happens with Canelo. So we'll we'll talk about that a little bit more then. And then two weeks after that, the long awaited you know, fight between Javante Davis and this madman. <laughs> oh, Raleigh, Raleigh, man, Raleigh Romero, this this this, this lunatic. Just, he talks so much shit about every boxer. Oh, but what did he say about uh Stevenson? He said it must suck to not have powers, not to have up. no. Yeah. <laughs> wow, these um, guys. He's one of the most. Pound for pound, just funniest guys online. He's uh, taking the crown from from Adrian Broner. You know he um always like no matter what he's doing, like when he's talking on camera, like he's he always seems to be staring off at into a distance. Like <laughs> <laughs> he's not. <laughs> it's always like off. You know, it's always like he's he's in deep thought about what he's saying. Um, it's impressive. He's a uh, you know he's talked a lot of shit. You know, for a long, for, he has for a long time. So, um, you know, yeah, he's gonna get his money. He's gonna, yeah. I yeah. don't know, man. And we know. I don't think it's gonna be good, man. No, we know that Javante too is not the type of guy that. Um, yeah, it, it might get ugly. 
Either way. I mean, I saw some press conference where he's talking about murdering this man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So if the fight does, well, that's the thing though. He he still has. So what's what's today? Today's the fourth. Um. Mm-hmm. So he still has. <laughs> fucking three weeks to go to make it to this fight without it being canceled or some crazy shit happening mm-hmm. so you know and this too oh well one other point before we get out of here yeah well this is apparently this is tank's last fight with mayweather promotions of his contract uh probably a good move for him i, I mean he's a showtime guy though he's not that's the thing is like no one is want no one is gonna go to top rank. So you're either going oh you can go to the zone, right? Somewhere right. There. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that. Or maybe he stays a free agent and he takes that Shakur Stevenson fight. Maybe, man. I feel like Tank should be given the results of his fights and just the nature of it, he should be a bigger name than he is. I know he's a, a pretty big name, but I feel like he should be a bigger name than he is. But you think uh, so? I, I, it just feels that way, just because of his this style of fight, you know. Is right. I think the the reason why he's not is is real simple, man. It's his resume. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's who's he? I mean, his best, his biggest win is is Leo Santa Cruz, who's already was off three or four years yeah, out of the limelight. You're right. You know? Well, now so, his biggest win might might be uh, my man Raleigh. <laughs> if he can pull it out. Yeah, yeah that's going to be a crazy-ass fight, man. That one's not going the distance. That's in the Garden, too, right? Or is it the Barclay Center? Uh, you know, I'm not I'm not even sure. I have to check, but... Yeah, that, that's... Will the uh, fight go the distance? No. <laughs> no. No. Minus 1,000. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's, there's no way. Um... Yeah, so that'll be fun. And then in June we got Cambosis and Haney, and then um, later. Yeah, on, but I don't know if you've seen the details of the contract or that, but Haney signed like a life away for this fight, man. He did he? No, I haven't seen it. Well, there's a rematch clause, right? Cambosis and. But isn't it like the rematch has to be at like fucking Cambosis? It has to be in Australia. Yeah, has to be in Australia or something. Yeah. <laughs> If Haney does that again, they got to fight a third fight. <laughs> oh, my God. That's crazy. I think the rematch has to be some back over there or something. So, Haney's going to have to just kill this guy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, man, sometimes in, in baseball you get rained out, so you got to play the doubleheader. That's how Haney has to think of this. Yeah, so. And then, those uh, odds, I saw those odds. They're not, they're, they're kind of close. Plus money, but not by much. So, yeah, that should be a good one. I That'll be an interesting s- fight over the summer. And I'm just bringing this up to reference something you just tweeted out: Usyk and Joshua fight in July in Saudi Arabia. Potentially, I'm bringing this up because you posted maybe one of the funniest videos I've ever seen in my life of Joshua at a step and repeat <laughs> with Floyd Mayweather, one of the greatest fighters of all time. Who has never lost a boxing match, and every individual <laughs> who I'm assuming has paid money to be at the event or to take the picture uh-huh. uh, is stepping into the picture, seemingly having no clue who this man is. 
<laughs> and just so excited to take a picture with Anthony Joshua. And just the look of resignation and just d- downright, you know, just, just sad disappointment. disappointment in Mayweather's face. But then instantly when it's time to take the picture, he, you get that, that million dollar smile, you know? But then right yeah. back to the sadness as the next person walks up and it's like, who's this yeah, that was... guy? <laughs> Yeah, that was pretty funny, man. I thought I didn't even think he was real for a second, man. Well, I watched it and I was like, "Oh, it's just one person." But I was like, "Oh, this goes on. This is more than one person." <laughs> uh, all right, we're done. So, um, are we done? Yeah, Baval, just come on, Baval. Don't have a wooden leg, you know, prosthetic heart, you know, <laughs> be blind in one eye, just. Just, no, I think this is gonna be a a, a, a good chess match. Hopefully, I yeah, so. I think so. I mean, because even I know we're off or getting off, but even you know the Saunders fight drug on for a while too, right? Longer like, than it should have. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You're right. All right. I'll be optimistic. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Go. We'll be back you. next week. Um, hopefully with the, you know, recap of an exciting fight, some interesting things. Hopefully. Yes. (laughs) We'll see what happens. Peace. All right.